we're going to just pretty much jump right into this episode, a little different than normal. Um, we were kind of talking before we even started recording, and we thought probably be better just to talk about it, you know, in the podcast instead of recapping it. So you're talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier. I've only seen the first two episodes. You said you're all caught up. I'm all caught up. So I'm we're s- on to episode four for the future. So okay, we'll talk about it. So I need to work on it a little bit. Um, so like I said, I've only watched the first two. Hashtag not my Captain America. I I hate how he is, but I get why he is because Steve was all you know anti-government in the sense of like he's not going to do just what the government tells him to do. And then he's this guy is pretty much the complete opposite of Steve. He only is going to do what the U.S. Army tells him to do, and he's not going to be like his own hero still. And yeah, he's completely an agent of the U.S. Yeah, and it's, one might call him a U.S. agent. Yeah, exactly. And so you may think he actually works for America, and that's why he is Captain America. You know, that's a, he, who he is, right? What? There's a character, the U.S. agent. Oh really? Yeah. Oh no, I like didn't know that. Storyline. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I didn't know that at all. Replace. This is an old Marvel thing. Oh, that's so. He that's, becomes his own hero. That's hilarious. I didn't even know that was a character. Yeah. Yep. The grandpa from Up becomes Captain America, and then. <laughs> I. <laughs> I got Jake you right can't as do he that was when drinking. I'm drinking. That's one of my like favorite memes that came out from the show. Is that somebody literally photoshopped Carl from Up in the Captain America suit, and he's holding onto Falcon's foot as he's like flying through the air? Oh man, that's too funny. That's one of my favorite memes. I just can't believe who his dad is. Yeah. I can't believe his dad is Ego from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, for those who don't know, it's uh, I don't know his name. It's he's it's Kurt Russell's son. I don't know the him kid's and, name, but yeah, I know Kurt Russell. Him and Goldie Hawn. Which is crazy, because he looks like not a lot like anything like Kurt Russell. So I'm trying to think, is he... He's then also siblings with... Goldie Hawn's daughter? What is her name? He must be. I mean, if he's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son... Or are they half-siblings? Still makes them siblings. I have half-siblings. They're still my siblings. Ditto. That's crazy, though. I didn't know. I like. I knew that they were. He was his son, but I didn't know that until recently. Like I was talking to my mom. So you know that Captain America guy? I'm like, yeah. She goes, you know who his dad is? I'm like, no clue. She goes, that's Kurt Russell. I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, how do you have someone as attractive as Kurt Russell have this box-headed Captain America? <laughs> you can see it when he's not wearing the Captain America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when yeah. he is wearing the Captain America, dude looks like he's a cube for a head. Mm-hmm. Something about the way they made that helmet just doesn't work right for him yeah, but it's a shame your, your mom uh, pointed that out because i once i realized that i'm like ooh, i'm gonna test jake on that spoil see if he it knows. try to see if i knew it already yeah i already knew that one it's a good show though right yeah i i liked it it starts off super actiony which is a good change from wandavision which kind of was the opposite it started off slow mystery-ish i know you said you weren't gonna watch wandavision until all the episodes were out now all the episodes are out did you like the show yeah I did. Um, I was a little slower at towards the beginning. Like they could have yeah. sped that up. Like what was it? Like the third episode before anything really happened. Like two teasers in the first two episodes. Yeah, but they were. I I get why they were building up to it. You know, they didn't want to just immediately go into it. I mean, well, like the first episode is only like a half an hour an episode, and they get longer from there. Yeah, it was slower. 
like you said, for like the first three episodes, but it was only like a nine episode series. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they, you know, they, they weren't trying to be like, oh, this is an action one. This is more of a kind of like a family drama, I feel, where they wanted to give you the whole backstory of Wanda's really kind of like broken because Vision's dead, Piotrov is dead. And so, did you, did you like that twist where uh, Piotrov was uh, recasted? Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd call that a twist, but they had to... A surprise, I guess. Yeah. Do you know who that guy was? Do you know who he was? Yeah, it's the friend from Kick-Ass. Yeah, but he also played Quicksilver in the X-Men movies that aren't part of the MCU. I know. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that or not. It's also Wiss's face from all seasons of... Uh, what's the horror show? American Horror Story? American Horror Story. He's in that, too? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, I haven't watched that show yet. I've... It's one of those shows where, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch a show, and then I saw something where someone's like, oh yeah, there's this clown in it. I'm like, not gonna watch that show. <laughs> well, the first season doesn't have a clown. I don't like that it didn't continue or link in any way. It had like nothing. supposedly there was there's a season either coming up or currently going that's supposed to link them all, but okay, it's too far for them to link. It's, so it's kind of like a stretch almost. Yeah. No. All right. And, so, we're, like I said, we're doing this a little differently. Instead of just asking each other what pop culture we delve into, we're just going to kind of do a little conversation to start it off. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've, I've watched my MCU stuff. Um, we got... Uh, I, uh, sorry, you go ahead. I'm going to say what else I've, I did. Uh, because I've been watching these, um, I rewatched all the MCU movies chronologically. That's a lot of work. I mean, yep. how long did that take you to do? A week? About a week, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you started with Captain America, then well, Captain okay. Marvel. It was, then... yeah, it wasn't technically. I think I watched Captain Marvel, and then I was watching WandaVision. I'm like, I'm just going to rewatch all of these. So, I started with, did Captain America, skip Captain Marvel. Okay. Did you not like Captain Marvel? It. or? No, I had just watched it. Oh, so you're like, I'm not going to watch it again. Yeah, I'm I not literally watch just it. watched it. Yeah. So you you did peri- or chronologically except skipping Captain Marvel because you had just watched it. Correct. Okay. Um, since we're still on Marvel, I did just get you to start the Miles Morales game on uh, PlayStation. So, what's your thoughts on that so far? I think it's it's an amazing game. It's yeah. I've always loved the Spider-Man games, even if they're not the greatest. Um. Shattered Dimensions, I think, was one that I couldn't quite get into just because... I heard that game sucked. It switched through different playstyles so much that... It was like kind it'd of... be noir and it'd be all stealth versus okay. uh, 2099, whereas... I don't oh, know like if I remember... future and action-y kind of? Yeah, I don't know if I remember it fully, but I felt like it was a lot of rail shooting kind of thing. Okay, so it, was, it just kind of like jumped playstyles and wasn't like consistent? Mm-hmm. Alright, because I was I was looking into buying like other Spider Man games, like old ones to play. And that one I kept seeing like really bad like fan reviews of people being like, Oh, this game sucked. And I'm like, What? What? It did. I'm like, I don't want it to suck. So I was thinking about maybe getting that one, but I'm not I'm not sure if I'm gonna get it. I probably wouldn't go too far back because like even though they were enjoyable at the time and going back they might not be enjoyable especially since you just played miles morales going to play spider-man 2 where the fun was the web swinging back then it's gonna feel clunky compared to what this stuff is now yeah it is i mean i was 
watching someone play it on YouTube not too long ago. I was watching them play the Spider-Man 2, which was like my favorite game growing up. And then I was playing the original Spider or the new Spider-Man on the PS4 and stuff and I was like, "Oh my goodness, these are so different." I was uh-huh. like, cuz one thing I liked about Spider-Man 2 that they don't have in these games is you could double tap the trigger and you would like shoot two webs and like swing from them. This one you can't like double web, which kind of sucked, but I almost kind of remember like it was each trigger was a different hand kind of. Is that what it was? I think so. I thought it was that you could like click R2 really quick and he would go and like grab two sides of the walls. But maybe you're right. I haven't played the game in years. Ditto. But yeah, so real quick, this is a little sidebar from Spider-Man as well. Who is your favorite ever Spider-Man slash Peter Parker? Um, I'm going to go with Tobey Maguire. That's just my OG one. Really? Over Tom Holland? Yeah, not by much, but Tom but Holland still has a lot to do. He's he's pretty good, though. He has, he has a good chance to shoot ahead. He also has a good chance to fall behind. Yeah, true. I don't know. I don't think he's a very bad Peter oh, Parker. Slash bad, Batman, though. But... He, he really fits the role of going with the comics of being a young high school kid, unlike Tobey Maguire, who was definitely a you know, college student in those movies. Yeah, but they they shot him ahead uh, pretty quickly. Like if you watch the rewatch the original, you know he's he's in high school for like the first twenty minutes or whatever. Yeah, and then, and then like he's graduated and going to college. At least. Yeah, I bet I'd, my favorite overall. And I mean, I know this might sound a little weird or a little different than most people answers because most people are going to say Tobey Maguire or Tom Holland. Sorry, Andrew Garfield, no one likes you anymore. Um, but my favorite is actually Yuri Lowenthal. So, they're who plays Spider-Man in the Insomniac Games. Yeah, I think we mentioned um, him in voice acting. Yeah, we talked about him in the voice acting episode because I also accidentally mentioned him in... Did I mention him in the Simpsons episode where I accidentally mixed him up and Yuri... Yuri Smith. Yuri Smith, yeah. yeah. But Yuri Lowenthal, he, um, he plays Peter Parker and Spider-Man. And he just, he, he's really convincing with it. He, um, I don't know. He makes me like actually believe in like the comic Spider-Man come to life in a, in a sense of like, he's real quippy, real jokey, but he also can be real serious. Like none of the other Spider-Men were real quippy and jokey still like Tobey Maguire wasn't a real jokey, quippy Spider-Man, if you know what I mean. Yeah, he had his comments, but not not a lot. He was not even close to uh, Yuri Lowenthal, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. What? There you I, go. See, that's how unforgettable. Uh, that's how forgettable Andrew Garfield was. I, like you just said his name, and yeah. I forgot. But I, I remember like this when he was like the knife. The guy had the knife. He goes, "Oh no, not a knife! My only weakness." And he's like, "Yeah, he probably had some good quips, but that's probably a writer thing." Yeah, but. I, Another writer thing also is, I remember that second one, like the first couple of fight scenes, like crime scenes. Yeah. It was just quip after quip after quip after, like no stop. Yeah. Like they're, like someone was like, oh, they, they like the quips. Add mm-hmm. some more, add some more, add some more until it was just nonstop. It needs to be full. But I, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, you can't give all the credit to Yuri in my, you know, for my favorite, like. You know, he didn't write the script. He doesn't do that. But he portrays him so well. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the same argument, though, for any, like, actor. Yes, true. But you can still have a crappy script and still be a good actor and portray mm-hmm. the character in a way that people like it. But I honestly just think that Yuri Lowenthal is my favorite Spider-Man. I think the way he plays him and the way he, you know, voices him and kind of acts as him, I just think is really cool. Plus, I kind of always liked Yuri growing up because I'm pretty sure I've mentioned the show Ben 10 before liked that show he played ben 10 so he played ben tennyson so i've always kind of liked the voice and noticed it before and then he was spider-man i'm like oh my goodness this is pretty good so and then are you talking about the one with the omnitrix yes the one with the omnitrix i don't even remember if that joke made it into the past episode it did did. oh it did okay i couldn't remember if i cut out you making fun of me or not so it would have taken a lot of work i think you (laughs) might have thought about it but I brought it up so many times. I had to just leave it in. But, so yeah, I just wanted to ask you who your favorite was since we were just playing Miles Morales and my favorite Spider-Man's in that and thought I'd see who your favorite was. Yeah, I think nostalgia and just him doing a good job. Yeah. Uh, still gives me Tobey Maguire. See, I don't know if I can go Tobey Maguire anymore because when it was just Toby versus Andrew, it was Toby all day. Mm-hmm. But then Tom Holland came in, and everyone was like, oh, Tom Holland's my favorite, and this was during Civil War. I'm like, he's been in one movie for like 30 minutes. Uh-huh. Let's not go overboard yet. And then, uh, what was the first one? Homecoming? Homecoming came out, and I was like, okay, okay, he's actually pretty good. And then Far From Home came out, and I was like, oh, he's really good. And so I kind of got into him a lot more. But it's still, you know, I think I think he still needs to pass some tests. Like he's he's good that he walks the line between the nerd and and being cool as Spider-Man and stuff like mm-hmm. that, as opposed to like Andrew Garfield, who was just straight up cool guy, just not nerd at all, just smart. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I think he needs more like impact emotions uh, other than like Endgame. I can't think of anything else that, like, he's had too much trials to face just um, yet. I mean, yeah, the only really thing was, like, when uh, Vulture in Homecoming, when his girlfriend, quote-unquote girlfriend, her dad was Vulture. Oh, yeah, that that hit pretty good. That was surprising. I just watched it again, and I'm like, yeah, that's nice. Like, yeah. you notice other things, like, you don't always notice right at first, like, watching it in the theater. Yeah. Um, like, it's, it's just part of the whole ambience, but, like... Like it's, I, I, there was like some upbeat music, you know, he's about mm-hmm. to go to prom, whatever. And then door opens and like, they just go like silent. Like, yeah. And then you hear Michael Keaton and you're like, no, no way. And, and then, then like the realization be, with Michael where like, you know, okay, he doesn't know. He doesn't. And then he's just kind of got like these looks as yeah. he's and talking to Peter and he doesn't know. He doesn't, he knows, he, he does. knows. <laughs> It's so quick from a doesn't know to knows exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm a smart guy. But it was, it, that was a good movie. I liked that one. I told Lily I wanted to rewatch all of the MCU movies in like chronological order. And Lily's like, I don't know if I can go through that much again. She's like, I don't know if my heart can take it. She's like, I don't know if I can build that relationship with everyone again and watch them all die over again. She's like, she goes, I might kill me. <laughs> I, think, I think knowing the future, though. You do kind of like it's a little easier, but it's still the these movies are so well made that they yeah. still make you care about the characters. Like you're not gonna watch, you know, the Winter Soldier movies and not care about Cap and Bucky still. 
I mean, even though you know what's going to happen, you still go, oh, that still sucks. Oh, man, you know? So, I don't know. It's one of those things where it still can kind of suck. All right, so I think we should probably get off of the whole Marvel thing. I mean, we've been talking about it for quite a bit already. Yeah, we talk about Marvel every other week. I know. Um, so, other than that, pop culture related, um, haven't really done much. I'm still, like I said, continuing Naruto, like every week. It's a long anime, so it takes me a while. Um, I'm trying to think. Other than that, really nothing. Yeah. Anyone else for you? Simpsons is my go-to, like, put something on right now. Yeah, I'm Simpsons, on season seven. I'm on five. That's kind of like my go-to, like, just to have background noise. Because, like, yeah. I don't watch an anime for background noise. I like to follow the story. Simpsons, there's no real story to follow all the time. So I can kind of just skip through it real quick and not have to pay attention too much. Mm-hmm. All right. How should we get into the whole... Let's get on to our next section. All right. So the actual episode is going to be about merchandise and pop culture merchandise. This is kind of our connection from Calvin and Hobbes because we were talking about... Oh, is this, should we do news at the end? Yeah, we can do pop culture news at the end there. Okay. But we were talking about how we wanted Calvin and Hobbes to have merchandise and collectibles. Yeah. How, how Bill Watterson never... Dis- wanted merchandising he just wanted to be true to the strip yeah and so we kind of thought that this would kind of be a good way to jump into kind of like a new um category because for merchandise we can kind of go anywhere so Calvin Hobbs giving us the no merchandise into a merchandise branch kind of helps yeah so when we talk merchandising we're talking anything uh pop culture that uh is you know used just to Using your your love a thing to yeah, sell something. Statues, posters, board games, video games, you know, whatever. It can literally be stuffed animals, anything. So yeah. let me ask you this right away. Um, do you have a favorite kind of like collectible thing? Um, I, I don't have any specific thing I collect. Uh, I, I, I'm generally just like the, oh, look, that looks cool. And I like the thing that it's representing. Yeah. Uh, much like the... Uh, I just recently, this past week, bought uh, one of the Iron Man mosaics from Lego. Um, took me about, let's see, it's broken up into nine sections. Each took about half an hour, plus like the frame thing, so probably a good three and a half to four hours okay. to, to make it up. That's pretty fun to do, though. Yeah. They're not yeah. like crazy expensive, right? A uh, hundred bucks, hundred Ten hundred twenty. Hundred bucks isn't terrible. I mean, there's definitely way more expensive Legos than a hundred dollars. So yeah, I was I was looking into possibly doing it for other creative means, uh, making my own mosaic. So I was looking mm-hmm. at how much each little brick costs, and each of those little circular, one by one, uh, circle flat pieces is four cents. Oh, like so you, I could buy them in bulk if I wanted to. So that wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, because I mean, I'm not going to do the math, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how big you would want to make it, but like you know how big of a Ninja Turtle fan I am, like making all four of the turtles. I think that'd be kind of super cool. Like make them the old, like old school Kevin Eastman style. You just need a lot of blacks and. Yeah, I hope they greens. get into more, uh, more, more stuff. Yeah, because right I'm, now all they have is like the Beatles, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, and like Iron Man, and like that's it. I think right. There was Star Wars, Sith. Oh. Not even like all all Star Wars, just the Sith. Oh, like the Sith logo? 
the Sith. No, like they each have like three or four. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, options like you mm. buy the one set, but then they have you can do three or four gotcha. different pictures with it. Okay, so it's uh, there's a couple like variety in it, like Darth Maul and the Emperor. And oh, it's kind of cool though. I mean, but it's kind of pretty pricey because I mean, if you wanted hypothetically all the Beatles, you got to pay four hundred bucks to get four of them. Just yeah. To- but if you're a Beatles and Lego fan, it's going to be totally worth it. 400 bucks, you put it together, that's, you know. I mean, you're not going to do it all in one sitting, yeah. so it's a couple days worth of fun uh, and then it's something you can put on your wall. Yeah, you're getting kind of a cool collectible to show off your Beatles love, something like yeah, that. You can put it with your Beatles collectibles or your Lego collectibles. Yeah, exactly. The, it's a very good collectibles kind of item, depending on what you collect. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if I want to hang up the Iron Man just yet, but it does have a cool little thing, like, like I don't know if they're new pieces, but mm-hmm. the way it's set up, you just pop them in, and they're like they look like little hook, like not not hooks so much as the where okay. you would put the the nail or the yeah. scooch. Yeah, slide in. So you can just know. slide it right on. This yeah. is kind of neat though. So it's, it's a real easy like mount to the wall kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, they didn't like leave you hanging on that. That is kind of cool. I I kind of want to get one of those. Just Lily and I were looking at them, like a hundred boxes. Kind of crazy when you don't have a hundred bucks to just throw around on one, you know. I did, so yeah, I did. <laughs> As most things with collectibles, you, unless you're, you know, the super fan and you're gonna make it for like your job or like exclusive hobby. Yeah, you pretty much do it when you're saving money. Mm-hmm. Um, so my favorite kind of collectibles, personally, I kind of got two ways of showing off kind of my love for stuff. I like the whole kind of t-shirts i like wearing t-shirts of things i like so whether it's like a show i like or a sports team or you you know movie whatever it is i like to show off my love of things via like shirts but i also really like statues and figures of that kind so i used to have a really big uh, funko pop collection because you know when you're in high school and young in college you know 10 bucks on a figure is a lot cheaper than, you know, 50 bucks. So. Yeah, and it's one of those trendy trendy collectibles that there's always the like, oh, this one sold for like a 100 bucks. So you pick up a few that you don't even care too much about, yeah. thinking that it might might go for more. So I, I was a big Funko collector for a while. I mean, I've still held on to a couple, primarily just My Hero Academia and Dragon Ball Z. All right, quick question. How many would you say you have right now? Right now, I probably have close to like 25 maybe so you said i have 51 yep i count oh. 51 oh wow i have way more than i thought all right and then but now what would you say at the height of your your pop collectibles i think i had 120 or something like that yeah i had a lot so you've diminished quite a bit yeah i i sold a ton because like kind of like what you said like i saw some that were just going for a lot and Ones I didn't really care about, but just were like I knew of, so I just kind of took them in. I was like, give them to me, give them to me, give them to me. Did you count my Nathan Drake here? But it's kind of one of those things where like, so I only hold on to ones that kind of like I have like full collections of now. So like I don't have the full Dragon Ball Z, but I have like my favorite Dragon Ball Z character. So I mm-hmm. hold on to that. I hold on to the My Hero because I have, you know, so many of the All Mights, so many Deku, so many, you know, favorite characters, stuff like that. Yeah. The ones you peak. Yeah. Peak uh, love for. Yeah, certain sentimental ones. Like, I have a Bernie Brewer because I love the Brewers, so I keep him with, like, my Brewers collection. So there's, like, certain ones. Yeah, that's good with, like, like like with the Iron Man thing. It could be Iron Man or Legos, and then, but you got that one. You you got 
Funko Pop and Brewers. Brewers. Yeah. So like I had a I had a, so many, but you I just kept the crossover ones. Yeah, exactly. But I got rid of so many because it's like I don't need this many. I mm. didn't have room for them, and I was just kind of getting old of them. Like I feel like the Funko Pop boom has has gone down kind of subsided a bit yeah like i got rid of all of my spider-man ones except for venom carnage and scarlet spider my three favorites like i used to have a ton yeah you used to have a couple like venom symbiote ones yeah and i just kind of sold them because i was like well i can make some money back and get some better ones so i've been slowly collecting a new collection kind of getting rid of the funko pops here and there like i said i've already gotten rid of a lot yeah and but like uh, my my I, I was never huge on the Funko Pop. Like, I only have uh, the one yeah. that you got me. Which is the tick. Yeah, because, yeah, it's, it was a love from you and a common theme of love mm-hmm. for the tick. Um, so, because I, I never really liked the art style of the Funko Pop. Yeah. But I'm a huge fan of what you're about to talk to next. Like, uh, talk about next with yeah. the... The anime figures. Yeah. So instead of doing Funko Pops now, I do these more, not realistic, because anime is not very realistic, but more artistic artistic, and accurate to the show yeah. um, figures. So there's a lot more detail put into them instead of just being, you know, big circular black eyes and minimalist. These are very detailed, very, uh, very artistic rendering. So like I have an All Might one. That's one of my newest ones. Um, he's like, you know, he's got his black shading over his face and over his body. To kind of give him the shadowing of like in the show, instead of like the All Might for the Funko Pop, or he's just a very basic one. Um, yeah. And that's one of the more like detailed looking Funko yeah, Pops and yet too. He's still more of a basic one. So, like I said, I've been kind of I've really fallen in love with these uh, more artistic, I guess you could say, or more anime realistic uh, figures. They are a bit more expensive, of course. I mean, usually they're running me closer to twenty-five to eighty bucks. I'm not one of those people that's going to drop a hundred bucks on a figure. I just, I don't have the money and I don't, <laughs> you yeah, know it's what like I mean? an I don't exclu- have... exclusive McFarlane or something like that. Like yeah. something rarer. If it, would... Yeah. If it's like an exclusive McFarlane spawn figure, maybe, but like, you know, I think all might is my most expensive one. All might and Goku are both 80 bucks. My big Goku, but like all my smaller ones, like Naruto, Sasuke, those are like the 20, 25 ones, right? 25, 25 to 30. I mean, what's cool is like, yeah, they're more expensive, but they look so much better. Yeah, you're paying for the quality. Yeah, because like someone looks, walks in and they see Funko Pops and they're like, hmm, you know, Funko. But then they see those and they're like, oh, those look really cool. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I think they look a lot better, you know, so I've been kind of moving on to that. There are like certain Funkos that I won't get rid of. Like certain ones that I, I can't like bring myself to get rid of are like my SpongeBob one. Because yeah. I've always liked the uh, Bubble Bowl episode from SpongeBob, and so my mom got me that, and so that one's kind of got like that like special place in your heart, so you can't get rid of that one. Probably your Nathan Drake. My Nathan Drake from Uncharted. Yeah, I'm guessing these guys. My Back to the Future ones. Lily got me the DeLorean as like a yeah. special anniversary gift. That's a good little set all in and of itself. Yeah, the Back to the Future one and the Doctor Who one, because she got me the ninth Doctor for our nine month anniversary, because I like Doctor Who. And the ninth doctor was my favorite. And for our ten month anniversary, she got me the TARDIS to go with them. Yeah, a lot so. of people discredit, like not discredit, but like discount uh, Christopher Eccleston for. Oh, he's my favorite. He, he brought it back. Like yeah. you got to give him that, and like he didn't really have a bad episode. He was more mm-hmm. on the campy side, but 
I thought he was great. I That's li- what brought me in. I love Everyone it. likes the 10th and 11th, but I think because he's the doctor that got me into the show, he's always going to have like a special place in my heart. So. I know. so I've always really liked the 9th doctor the most, and plus he likes bananas, so he's holding his banana. He does <laughs> like bananas. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there's like those, you know, special ones that like you can't get rid of because you have that special place. But like as I get more Dragon Ball Z ones, as I, you know, once I get like a maybe, you know, once I get like a cell figure or I get more trunks figures or whatever, you know, once I get figures of those that I have there, I'll probably get rid of those because I'll have. Yeah, because well, I'll have nicer, newer ones, you know, as you guys expand and stuff, you might not need to get rid of things so fast too. yeah, like once you get a house and all that. But with this apartment, I was like, I have too many to display because I'm not about to put, you know, f- you know, 10 shelves just for Funko Pops. So I gave myself three like of these little shelves, and I'm like, I can only fit what I have there on these, otherwise they're gone. And so that's kind of what I did. The only Funko Pop I kind of regret getting rid of was my brain one from Pinky the Brain. Yeah. But I couldn't get Pinky because he was like 80 bucks. So I'm like, like, I'm going to just get rid of Brain because I'm not going to spend the 80 bucks to get Pinky as well. Did they do a smaller head with the Pinky one? I don't think I've ever seen the Pinky. No, it's still a big head too. Oh. See, that? I, I think we're... Uh, it take went, away from yeah, the, it doesn't work as well as like this pinky in the brain yeah so i as much as i regret getting rid of the brain funko pop i have this more animaniacs art style realistic one of it and so it's a better higher quality and so mm-hmm. i you know it it doesn't replace the funko pop because it's not a funko pop but it's way better in this sense so i'm much more happy with it you know yeah um Sorry, that was a long ramble about oh, figures. That's what we're but here to do. We're, we're here to ramble. So I can talk about a few other like merchandise collectibles I have real quick. Um, I don't do like plushies. No, I don't, you're not I, like Amanda. She just counted hers, her plushie collection. Uh, I don't know if you have her on Snap, mm-hmm. but did you see how many she has? I don't know how many. I know she's got a lot. 145. <laughs> we were talking about it and she's like... I'm like, so do we celebrate at 150 or is it 200? <laughs> and she says, uh, if, if I get to 200, that's probably when you have to take me to like a Plushies Anonymous sort of meeting. <laughs> get her help. Yeah. The only plushies I really keep that I have a collection of are my Morty that I have kind of right there behind you. Yeah. Because um, I like Rick and Morty and Lily got that for me. So it's a little special there. And then my brother-in-law got us some Minecraft ones. He got us a taking a creeper because he knows how much Lily and I like Minecraft. So yeah. I keep that one. But like other than that, like all the ones I had as a kid, I was like, I don't, there's way better things to collect than stuffed animals. Yeah. So I, I, I don't, I don't have a huge thing either, but uh, one of my bigger collections, even though I'm not a collector's guy, uh, I was, I, I've, I don't even know exactly. I know kind of how it started, but I don't know how it turned into like a collection was yeah. uh, little Domo stuff. Mm, yeah. Domo you have Coon. a couple of those things. Um, but I've got I've I've won some things from uh, from my uh, um, claw games mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I so, hate those things. So I've got plushies of him, and it's kind of you know a few of those, probably a ten yeah. or so. No plushies, probably on about five or six. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing. And I also have uh, from from a, I guess I I keep things from claw games. Uh, one of the first the first thing I ever won from a claw game. Uh, is a Kermit the Frog. Oh, really? And like, it's a good one, like bendable arms. Oh, like and, a quality like, Kermit, quality, huh? Quality, not like uh, small, but like uh, good, 
couple fist-sized body with okay. the, the long bendy oh, arms. Oh, that's fun. Okay. So yeah, that's the extent of my plushie. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'd like to think my collections aren't like out of control. I know they're a bit crazy at times, but like I've really windled down my collection a lot. Like I used to have so much stuff, and I've been slowly getting rid of it all. I do collect like artwork that people make me. So like Lily drew me uh, Rocket and Groot that says "We are Groot" when we started dating because. Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite movie, and so she drew me that because it was like her way of saying, you know, we're together. And then, yeah, art is uh, it's a good one. I um, have the Deku you made me back on my shelf, and then I think I have one other one that you drew me over there, don't I? There's a Scarlet Spider that I yeah kind of threw together for you. I liked that one, and then she drew me a link. So like, I collect that kind of stuff. Like, artwork is a good collectible as well. A lot of people do that. Yeah. Uh, one collectible thing that I have that's all thanks to you is like my movie poster collection yeah like that's probably your your cheapest uh collection cheapest collection because i paid nothing but you paid for the frames those are some nice frames yeah but honestly i mean it's it, it was fills up half your wall just yeah. the turtles and it's it's a cheap collection in the sense of i didn't pay for the posters but it's one of my favorites because like i a lot of people hated it but the live action ninja turtle movies from what was it 2012 kind of area yeah a lot of people hated those movies. I thought they were great. Like movies or not, those are some cool posters. Yeah, because like, I'm glad I got them for you. Oh, dude, I was so pumped when you said they had them. Cause and I got you all fours. Yeah, I would have been. I honestly, I'm like my like, not like OCD, but like my brain would have been like, if you got me Leonardo, Raphael, and Michelangelo, and I didn't have like Donatello, I wouldn't be able to put it out. I need mm. to have all four, or it doesn't work. But it's so cool because, you know, it's the turtle's hand with their weapon and then, like, the mist of the blue, purple, or orange or whatever it is. And so they look really cool. And it keeps the creepy teeth out of the, the picture. Yeah. Well, the new movies don't have the creepy teeth. Don't they? Yes. No, that's the that's the original ones from the 90s that had the creepy teeth. Or, the, no. like, the lips would go up and the teeth would show. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think it's in the new ones. I'm pretty sure if we look. Did up, you uh, watch the new ones? I worked at the movie theater. I got did you like them? For you. No, I didn't watch them. You, you didn't watch them though. Uh, that was one of those things where I saw enough of the um, enough of it that I was just like, nah, probably not for me. Oh, see, I didn't hate them though. I um, the newest ones had Bebop and Rocksteady, so I was kind of really pumped about that one. But yeah, I mean, movie posters are a cool collection. I know my uncle, um, my uncle Mike has a, uh, he's got a. Braveheart poster signed by Mel Gibson because he really likes Braveheart. So, you know, he's got that one. I mean, you don't have to have a lot of a thing for it to be a collection, do you? You know what I mean? Like, what would you define as like a collection? Uh, two or three. Two or three, at least? Yeah, you're, okay. Um, by definition, you only need two or three. So, yeah, I mean, you don't need a lot. Like, I have more movie posters than these four, but these four could be considered a collection right there. Yeah, so, a collection. Uh, bobbleheads are a collection a lot of people like to do. Um, oh, excuse me. Uh, for bobbleheads, I only do, like, brewers ones, though. I do sports ones. So if anyone ever wants to give me more sports ones, I am looking to expand that collection. But yeah, you do lean more towards baseball. Baseball is my favorite sport, so I've kind of gone with that i don't do just brewers though because like if you notice i have um i have a twins a shot glass there i have a uh 
St. Louis Cardinals cup that I found. Um, I, I mean, I do other teams as well. I have a Cincinnati Reds helmet. I kind of just collect baseball stuff. It's my favorite sport, so mm-hmm. why not? So I, I had a lot of, I used to have a ton of bobbleheads. Like I had probably twice as much. Got rid of the other ones because I was like, I shouldn't have this many bobbleheads. <laughs> so I had like hockey ones and basketball ones. And I was like, I'm going to just get rid of these. Hold on to the ones I really care about the most. And so. I don't know if I've ever owned a bobblehead. No? I don't like a lot of bobbleheads. I hate. Like, people try to do, like, the bobbleheads with, like, the hair. Like, the realistic hair. Like, like actual hair? Yeah. It's not, like, actual hair hair. You know what I mean? But it's, like, like the doll hair kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, in a bobblehead. Hard pass yeah. on that. But, yeah. I think bobbleheads are a fun collection as well. Well, I'm just talking about my collections here. Um, yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't... You you are the collector, um, but I, I've, I have done the posters in the past, uh, you know, working in the theater and also just being a young 20-something with his own place Yeah, at some point. I mean, Every, even... Everyone kind of goes through that, like, I'm going to plaster my walls with <laughs> posters because that's the cheapest thing I can think of. I don't like doing a lot of low, like, crappy posters. Because, like, even the My Hero Academia one that I haven't put up that you got me, it's a quality poster. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't go to Walmart. Even though it was super cheap. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, it's still, like, you know, it's a cool-looking poster. It's not one of those, like, really cheap, crappy ones from Walmart. So, it's one of those ones where, like, I got to get it framed and put it up. But, like, if you look at, like, my, you know, my Marvel picture I have there, like, it's a really high-quality picture. I don't just do those little printout ones or whatever. Yeah, I like have those. I like those, uh, what are they called? Like, are they tin? Yeah, they're like the tin, tin, uh, tin yeah, where they look a little that. like rusted old frames. Yeah, I I really like those as well. I mean, if you want, you know, I just always wanted to find like the right ones. I can find you some, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'm sure I can find too. But I, I think it's one of those things where it's like, like most of the things that I buy merchandise collectible, I don't like. I don't too often search it out. Yeah. Um, but like, if I see it and I'm just like, oh. That's kind of cool. I'll pick it up. The or... only the only things I really ever search for anymore are my uh, like more accurate description or accurate to the source material collectibles, like the anime figures. Like I don't, like I don't, uh, I don't search out Funko Pops anymore. You know, if I see one I like, I'll be like, oh, that's cool, and then I'll look up to see if there's like a better version of it, of like the actual figure, because I'd rather have the nicer looking stuff. I mean, even with um, like. Something as small as like Hot Wheels. A lot of people have like collections of those. I mean, my grandpa collects those. He collects certain ones. Yeah. So my grandpa's a big fan of like uh, Pontiac and GTO. So he's got like a glass case of just Pontiac GTOs and stuff and different like models of a different years, different colors, stuff like that. Is he into NASCAR at all? Yeah. He, um, okay. he, I feel like, I feel like, especially around here in Wisconsin with, uh, with people. That being a fairly mm-hmm. big thing, racing and whatnot, people do tend to get into the Hot Wheels, the NASCAR and stuff. Yeah. Um, do you remember? Did you ever work with Sean at Panera? Yeah. I, yeah. We worked with a guy named Sean who collects Hot Wheels stuff. Oh, yeah. He's, NASCAR he's like, alone. He's got a full wall where if you were to compare his like Hot Wheels NASCAR collection to like any of your collections, he'd put yours to shame. Yeah. He's got a lot. I, I remember seeing his pictures of his stuff. And I mean, but that's the thing is like that's merchandising as well. And that's a big collectibles item out there like I was talking to my grandpa about it and i guess some people like some of these hot wheel cars are like thousands of dollars yeah 
for a Hot Wheels car. I'm like, hard pass. I'm like, I'm, I'm not getting into that collection, I can tell you right now. I'm One, guessing it's stuff that's out of, like, any any rarity that's out of print or, like, yeah. you know, print, you know, just... Like a one-of-five, like, custom color something or something from like that. hundreds, yeah. hundreds of, like, a series ago that... Mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't know enough about cars to be, like, excited about them, and I'm not going to start a new collection of something like that. But, I mean, merchandising can go from anywhere from, like, actual physical collections of things, like figures, to, like, video games. I mean, I know I have a pretty large collection of, like, video game consoles and stuff like that. But it doesn't even have to be the consoles. Like, you can have a collection of games on Steam. Mm -hmm. I mean... Something not physical. I don't know how many, but I know one of our friends, Jacoby. I know he's probably got quite a few games on his Steam library. I mean... Steam is so nice with their sales. Yeah, the sales they have. Pick something up. But I mean, Steam can be considered, in a sense, can be considered a collection as well, and merchandising in that way. Because like, there's you know, there's Marvel games and there's Mm -hmm. uh, you know, anime games and whatever not. So, and then there's merchandising on top of that. Like each of those things could have. You can go online to Amazon, type in the game you want, and. They'll sell you all kinds of products for it. Like a shirt and like whatever. New, a yeah. New Horizon board game. Yeah, exactly. To play. KFC. KFC. I mean, that's a way that uh, companies do some merchandising too. Is like KFC has that Colonel Sanders dirting, dating simulator. Literally made you want. Cur- <laughs> Colonel was so sexy. I just wanted to eat them right up. So we went and got some Colonels. Literally went and got KFC 20 minutes into playing the game. If, if people aren't aware, there is a. a literal like it's 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 a japanese inspired uh anime dating sim where you're a new kid in school for like a culinary school and you're trying to date colonel sanders and the whole thing is literally made by kfc to get you to want to eat kfc that's not your daddy's colonel sanders this is this is full on like manga love interest like hunky kind of colonel sanders yeah like 20 year old like handsome boy kind of leading man colonel sanders look yeah <laughs> he's got that uh that game worked really well on you to get you to want to eat kfc though i gotta say well they probably said stuff about <laughs> chicken every 30 seconds so. <laughs> you're like oh god that sounds so good <laughs> i think i was hungry to begin with so yeah because we were we were actually i remember we were recording our first episode ever of our first podcast we tried doing that we ended up scrapping and then from there, we I was like, you want to play a game? And we played that game. And you were like, Jake, I want to go to KFC right now. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> I'm going to get my fingers greasy and my belly full. <laughs> so then we went into that. But, I mean, that's even considered merchandising in a sense. Yeah. I know I'm kind of jumping between the whole merchandising and collectibles. But they hmm. kind of go one and the same if you think about it. Because teams have so much merchandising like sports teams have so much merchandising that leads into collectibles it's crazy yeah the overlap of the venn diagram is uh quite Mm -hmm. collectibles and merchandising have very small margins of their own differences Mm -hmm. because like a sports team has flags hats jerseys pennants i mean i mean anything can be turned into collectible yeah exactly If, if you went to a brewer's game and you hold on to your tickets from every brewer's game you can consider that collectible i guess in a sense or a collection yeah i think i, I th- think most merchandising can become collectible 
but most collectibles and collectibles can become merchandising as well in a sense of like watch our show we have these toys and you're like i'm gonna watch that show once it becomes (laughs) once it becomes once a collectible becomes profitable enough it can become merchandising it's kind of what they said about like gi joe they made the gi joe tv show just like just a big commercial for the merchandise a lot of 80s cartoons were like that yeah gi joe transformers my little pony uh what else transformers i already said that i said gi joe transformers and my little pony were like the three big ones transformers yes transformers yeah yeah and then there's also like care bears and uh, oh yeah care bears bright and transformers (laughs) don't forget gi joe and transformers but I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of shows nowadays, a lot, I think a lot of people realize how much there is in the world of collecting, like TV shows, movies, stuff like that. They're like, oh, we're going to have collectibles of this because everybody, it seems like everyone and their mother, you know, wants to have something that represents it in some way. It feels yeah. like at this point, they're like, like they're, they're like their fandom of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's almost gotten to the point like 80s might have like set it up where like we're going to make these cartoons to sell stuff but it's gotten to the point where merchandising and like fan and collectibles is so ingrained in our like pop culture that you don't need to like sell the toys with the cartoon you know you're gonna sell the toys so you actually make a good show you're yeah. gonna sell things and because like i mean i guess you could even think of it like fortnite because like for i hate fortnite personally i think it's it got old real fast yeah. but like fortnite even sells like you know their guns as nerf guns and they sell their action figures and they sell that and those a lot of kids like those for the collectible or the you know at least to use them and have them but it's mm-hmm. still that collection of look at your collection of Fortnite guns because you know it's so big now that everything is a collectible you don't nothing is a popular mainstream media thing without having something of a something that you can collect and own and have at least multiple of yeah I mean, can you think of anything that has, that's like a big mainstream thing that doesn't have multiple like items or entities that you can own of it? Calvin and Hobbes. I mean, yeah, but you can buy knockoff Calvin and Hobbes stuff, which kind of doesn't work then, you know? Uh, I don't have a very podcast friendly laugh. Because <laughs> just like go my breath. And... <laughs> mine's too loud. I always got to turn mine down a bit. <laughs> yeah, mine's like guttural. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of one of those things where, yeah, like you were saying in the '80s, everything was made to, you know, kind of like everything was made so that people would buy the toys and the collectibles and the merchandise of it. Now everything kind of comes first, and then they make it. It almost feels like we're like. Because they didn't have Fortnite guns and then make the game. Yeah. It was the game and then the guns. Um, something popular right now. Horizon. Horizon came out and then it was the game, the board game. Mm-hmm. They didn't make the board game and then the video game, stuff like that. You know, it, it's not as primary because like G.I. Joe, the action figures were out. Then they made the TV show. And it's changing in the sense of like kind of everyone knows what everything is now at this point. So you don't need to, um, you don't really need to like advertise it. People just kind of can see it and know it. Cause like if you go on like Amazon and you just type in like Spider-Man stuff, 
you know, you're going to find, you know, your Spider-Man clothes, the comics, the movies. But then it's also going to be like, you want this Spider-Man 10-inch collectible figure or this Spider-Man, you know, 15-inch collectible statue. And you're like, I kind of do now, yeah. Because well, just with the internet, everything kind of goes into that whole realm of collecting and owning and making sure you have, you know, it at this point, it feels like. Yeah. Maybe that's just my opinion, but I mean, what do I know? Yeah. Or, or, uh, blah, 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 blah. I can't speak right now. Oh, yeah. You don't say, huh? Yeah. We're a, a capitalistic society, so everything runs on money. You got to buy more, more, more. Yeah. You got to have it not, all. Not saying that's a bad thing. Like, your hobbies are fun. Collect some stuff. Do something to it. Money doesn't buy happiness, but it can help help you be in the same direction of it sometimes. Yeah, no, I get, yeah, exactly. I mean, I have a lot of Marvel books and comic books. I mean, comic books are a huge collection thing. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, my books and, and things like that are, are a lot of my uh, merchandising I like to uh, go to. I wish. See, it's weird. So... I really liked collecting. I like collecting things. I like, I don't like just owning stuff to own stuff. I like having things of things I like to have a way of showing the things I like. But comic books can be such a frustrating thing to collect. Because if you go to the comic book store and you don't go for a couple of weeks, you miss out on a couple of issues and you got one, two, three, four, five, six, you know, you're up to like issue 15. You don't go for a couple of weeks and they're sold out. And then you're like, you got 15 to 18 and you're like, but I need 16 and 17. Yeah. And I then like you look you online and they're like 20 bucks an issue and you're like, they're $5 in the store. Why are they so much more now? Yeah. I like to get my things at once, either trade paperbacks or recently I was at Lost World of Wonders. A uh, little plug there. Lost World of Wonders. It's a Wonders. local comic book shop that Aaron and I frequent. It's a uh, pretty good pretty good store. But I was there and uh, you know, I, I had to return something because I bought two of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so I just looked around and I saw something where it had the full run of a little thing. Um, it's called uh, Wolverine Bread, Black, and Blood. What? Bread, Black, and Red. Blood? Red, Black, and Blood. Oh, okay. Is it good? Or, no. Black, White, and Blood. That's what it is. Okay. So it's just black, white, and red. Okay. Was it good? Uh, yeah, I think I've read the first one and it's so far it just seems like vignettes. Like, okay. I don't know if they're going to tie all of it together. But yeah, I like the art style. You know, I like that yeah. deep shading. And then if you just add one one more color, not monochromatic, but diachromatic. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Schindler's List thing where it's all in black and white. And then the one little girl had the red coat kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to like this series. Like there were there were, there were only like four or five there. Sure. I just bought them all at once. It sounds, like, it looks, I made it sure, sounds really cool. Made sure that that was it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to like keep following. Looked online um, to make sure you didn't have to find five and six and yeah, I was just making sure that the series, but it's it's a whole new thing that they're gonna do, um, that I'll probably be collecting. That sounds I like awesome. That uh, they're doing Carnage, uh, <sighs> black, white, and blood. What is it? So everyone's gonna be black and white, and then Carnage will be just solid red, or yeah, they'll just put red in where it's crucial. You know, that sounds be, awesome. Carnage will probably be just red, and then everyone else will eventually be read after carnage gets done with them that sounds so cool oh yeah. i want to check that out and i'll let you borrow the wolverine one all right done. but yeah stuff like that i mean that's those are kind of cool collectibles as well i mean 
you could say like the Calvin and Hobbes comic books are collectibles mm-hmm. as well. I mean, all I have for I, I thought I had like some normal books mm-hmm. that he had released, but I think I might have given those to my sister because all I have is the collectible full on mm-hmm. giant three book heavy set um, that I knew was one of the biggest purchases I ever had to or ever bought at that. Mm-hmm. Up at that until time. then was 80 bucks i think it goes for more than that but i got it on sale so i'm like oh, wow no way i'm passing this up mm-hmm. yeah when it's a, like, a deal er- too good to be true yeah, it was like early earlier days of amazon when it was mostly just books still yeah and i think it might have been used at well, the point but i don't know about if you ever noticed this but one thing you have to be really careful about when buying collectible stuff is like the cheap china knockoff things like because like there's some naruto figures because naruto is an older anime in the sense of came out in 2001 i think yeah and i mean it's still they're still making new episodes of the show baruto which is like the spin-off of the most recent one but it's kind of like you know if i wanted to get an auto figure i'm either paying you know 150 bucks for like a quality one i got i i got the naruto and sasuke ones i got for luckily 50 bucks for the two and they look really good but nowadays, it's like you want Naruto figures. You're either paying 150 bucks for a really good one, or you can give me forty dollars for this cheap Chinese knockoff where his eyes are crooked and you know the colors are off. And it's like, why? Why does collecting collecting them have to be such a difficult task now? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, like almost as if there's a the guy who's making it like doesn't care about his job, so he's just doing a rush job. Yeah. They're not doing it for quality. They're doing it for... Mm-hmm. And it's just so annoying because it's like... It, it makes collecting the figures that I want to collect so much harder. And not that like I'm going to complain like, oh no, I can't spend my money on this stuff. But it's like... you. I have to really like think about like, do I really want to get this one? Or should I just go for something else? Cause, yeah. And not that I'm like settling or like, ugh, you know, how? Do, why do I have to make collecting so hard? But it's like... I don't know what to do because like there's figures or characters that I really like, and I'm like, well, I can't get that character because that that mold and that you know job looks like crap. I'm like, yeah. that he looks nothing like him, so it's like, well, I'm not gonna get that one, and so that's why like my Naruto shelf is so empty because I've only been able to find the two for a good price that you know work because like there's ones where it's like, oh, get this character and his like other character for forty dollars, and I was like, oh, sweet, clicked on them, they looked good. Ha ha, psych, it's $40 a piece. And it's like, oh, well, that sucks. (laughs) Yep, you want quality and a reasonable value. Which is... Reasonable price. It's not crazy to ask because, like, all of my Dragon Ball Z ones and my My Hero Academia ones, like, you see that Goku shooting the Kamehameha? Mm -hmm. 25 bucks. And it looks really good. So I don't get why... You know, Dragon Ball Z... Okay, Dragon Ball Z is like the biggest anime there is right now. You know, everyone knows what Dragon Ball Z is. So I get why there's so much of it. But Naruto isn't a small show. No. So I don't get... kind of the next step after Dragon Ball. Which is why I don't get why it's so hard to collect them. You know what I mean? Like, somehow My Hero Academia is way easier to get at a reasonable price and quality than Naruto. Well, that's one of the big ones now, too. But it's just still so new. Naruto. 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 I hate how my family says it. 
How do they say it? Lily says it to piss me off, too. They say Naruto. Naruto? And it's not how you say it. If you listen to the show, they say Naruto. Naruto. Literally listen to anyone say it. Naruto. 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 Not Naruto. Naruto. It's like when someone says Pokemon. It's talking about Pokemon. Pokemon. Which was my, that was my stepdad my entire life growing up. Pokemans and Yugimans. Dragon Ball. I'm just going to try to say everything wrong now. My Hero academy <laughs> My Hero High School. <laughs> Me Hero academy What is the Japanese one? Boko? What? What is the... What is it called in Japan? My Feel Hero? Like, yeah. Boko no Hero? Something like that? Yeah. Something, I don't know. It's something along the lines of that. I don't know. You should ask my cousin Kaylee. She knows everything. Oh, by the way, she listens to the show. Kaylee, if you're listening to this, we're going to bring you on for a My Hero Academia episode. Just know. So, <laughs> we got to get guests on here. We got to start getting more people that know other things. So, it's not just... Because, like, as much as I love just talking to you about stuff, there's things that, like, even you and I don't know about things. And, like, if we do a Godzilla thing, we got to have, like, Jacoby so that he can kind of help us go over that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, quick... Uh, we should all three of us go watch the new movie and then have them come a, and talk about it. Yeah, we should right. figure out a day for that. Quick sidebar. Um, not really a sidebar. Sorry, we're gonna kind of move on from whole collectibles thing. That'll be our good branch into whatever. But we do have a new segment we're gonna try out here. We're gonna is we'll call it like a uh, pop news or no? We gotta come up with something. That's a terrible better. title. Pop, pop your top no. What? Um, pop your load. Um, just, we'll just do pop culture news for now. We'll think of a better title. Pop, pop coming. No, that's. <laughs> Are you done trying your terrible title? Future yet? pop. Somehow they're not getting better. Um, inside pop. What? Like no. Inside edition, but pop. Let's just. Stick with pop culture news for now, okay? Um, Channel 6 pop. You're literally hurting me now. Uh, Pop and load. I already said something like that. Okay, so pop culture news. um, Pop culture news. (laughs) The Mortal Kombat. We'll come up with a name. All right. Listeners, uh, we want your submissions uh, for a name for this segment. Uh, Just... Please go know. on Twitter, tweet Please. at Sodi Popcast with a name for our pop culture news segment, because anything will be better than what Aaron has just come up with. So pop lock and drop it. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Are you done? Are you done trying yet? The cream of the pop. <laughs> Somehow that's my favorite out of all of these crappy titles. <laughs> Oh, God, Aaron. Okay, so uh, Mortal Kombat movie coming out. Have you watched the trailer for that one yet? I uh, have. What do you think of it? I think it looks good. You think it is this I something... I like the original one, I mean, and I'm going to like it, go see it. This it movie... Might, even if it's bad, it's going to be enjoyable, I think. This movie definitely is. looks like it's going towards the whole rated R, more adult version of Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Unlike the original, which was a PG-13 release, which is why there was really no gore kind of violence in it at all. So, it's definitely going to be very different th- from the original. 
but I think it's going to be really good because I think they're going to kind of go for more of the source material of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I don't think the first one really had much more of a story than, hey, this is a fight for the all the realms. Because wasn't it You've Kung Lao's brother got killed and then he had to like avenge his brother or something? I don't think there was any... I think you might be thinking or of Luke games, which, which had more story than the, the movie. Whole movie. Yeah. I think Raiden came in... Uh, which Raiden was played by a French guy in that movie. And there's No, a, wasn't it... Uh, Who's the David? Who was the Kung Fu guy? The guy from Kung Fu. What? From what? From the original Kung Fu. The original Kung Fu. Like, it's an old like Kung Fu show. I have no clue what you were talking about. I was listening to a, a YouTube channel I like named Dead Meat, where he literally just goes over the deaths and kills in movies. Primarily horror right. movies. Christopher Lambert. I was thinking someone else. Yeah, that's that's a French white dude that plays Raiden, which is weird because in the literally the creators of the show or the he game was. said that Raiden would be of Asian descent, and then. But I only take I only say that and take that because of a YouTube channel I like called Dead Meat, where he literally talks about like the deaths and kills in movies, and since he considers Mortal Kombat to be horror adjacent because there is Michael Myers, not Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees and Predator, Xenomorphs and like Freddy Krueger in the games. He went over it on his channel and he kept complaining about it so much that... About the original movie? It's been stuck in my head. He likes the original movie. He just hates that they had that actor play Raiden. He's like, it doesn't work at all. So I'm hoping that this new Mortal Kombat is good. It looks really nice. I think the special effects looked really cool just in the trailer alone. So, I, I got my I got my hopes pretty high. So hopefully it doesn't let me down. Yeah, well, it's one of those movies that I'm gonna like uh, enjoy just because I do like uh, the cheesy stuff, and especially if it's just good action as well. Like, yeah, never talked me out of like watching the Resident Evil franchise because, yeah, it's cheesy at times, and I don't always follow it because. You didn't play the games. I never played the games, and I don't. I think if I played the games, I'd probably be mad at it, from what I hear. Mm-hmm. But it's just fun action, like goofy, little off yeah. the wall. But it's fun. The action is always solid to a degree. I um, I struggle with video game to movie adaptations, and I think that's why this whole Uncharted movie talk I've been so anti and against because <sighs> Uncharted games is such a good story and such good you know characters. I don't want a movie to ruin it. You know what I mean? I, I mean, it can't ruin it because I'll always love the games. But I don't want the movie to be considered a thing of it that, you know, is like the dark mark on that whole history. Yeah, this is stuff you aren't quite into. But um, uh, some things uh, we got Prime. I wanted to just talk about the Invincible. That was one thing we missed earlier. But <clears throat> while I was looking at... Uh, the Prime original series, Invincible, uh, which those of you don't know, is uh, Robert Kirkman, the writer of Walking Dead, had this superhero, Invincible, before. And, and also, it's a much more adult, uh, very graphic. Uh, Gory, like strong language kind of stuff. Strong language and, yeah, violent movie. A good de- violent. I, I've heard a good way of comparing it is if you go to like the uh live action uh am amazon original show the boys it's kind of like that but more like animated yeah it is an animated show it's got jk simmons 
If you don't know who that is, that's J. Jonah Jameson. He's, he's also uh, the yellow M&M. He's the farmer. Yeah, State Farm, right? State Farm. No, we are farmers. Boom, boom, boom. Is that State Farm? Yeah. Yeah. And that's Farmer's Insurance. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Not, Not State, State Farm. Farm. That's Jake. Jake is State Farm. Yeah, Jake from State Farm. You're from State Farm. I am State Farm. So that's J.K. Simmons. Got Stephen Young, if you're a Walking Dead fan, which Robert Kirkman, you should, if you like the violence and stuff mm-hmm. and that. Um, He's Glenn from The Walking Dead. Glenn from The Walking Dead. Uh, there were a couple other ones uh, from The Walking Dead. I think Maggie from The Walking Dead. Oh, that's cool. Uh, plays a part. Uh, it's got uh, Gillian Jacobs from Communities, Azzy Beats from Deadpool, a bunch of other names. Oh, Jason Manzukas. Yeah, I love Jason Manzukas. If you're not aware of them, he's Pimento on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He was in... The, Dennis uh, Feinstein in Parks and Rec. He's on The League um, as Rafi. He's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's got that very familiar, fun, crazy voice. He also, he's kind of the character, he's kind of an actor in the sense of like uh, Chris Pratt, where every role he's had, he's kind of been perfect for. Like, he doesn't do characters where you're like, why did he do that? Like, he just seems to fit his characters really well. Yeah, he kind of knows his place and people know his place and they use him for it perfectly. And it's amazing. So whenever you see him, I always get super excited, so... So yeah, Invincible's good. I'm not going to go too much into it. There's there's a few twists and turns, but uh, it's fun. It's funny, but also dark and like realistic, like what would happen as well. Like yeah. a little more real to life than a lot of superhero. It's a little different. It's a little it's... different. So, But even though it's been around a while and it's probably been repeated, uh, Invincible... <laughs> Invincible was before I think the boys and stuff like that. So okay. Darkness. Yeah, um, it's a show I wanted to check out. I was my coworker told me it's pretty good, so I, I definitely have to check it out at some point. Good take on this. Most of the stuff I'm I'm talking about is it's uh, comic books being made into shows. Uh, I talked about Why the Last Man in our comic book. Yeah. Uh, series Brian K. Vaughn, uh, Last Man on Earth. That's being made in, into a show. I don't know much about that. Um, but I am excited that it's going to be a show. Uh, it's just a good story. And it's mm-hmm. a very like finite story. Yeah. There's a beginning and then it's just a 10 trade paperback um, series. So there will be a point where it ends. They could stretch it out a little bit. but I mean, most, most shows, even though they're going to follow the source material, and you said it's a 10 book? Yeah, 10 trade paperbacks. I think 60 issues. I mean, even if they just, you know... Even if they want to follow the source material, who's to say they're not going to take some liberties themselves and kind of extend it out? Because I mean, yeah, yeah, and it's it's a it's a good enough uh, story where, um, <clears throat> or a good enough world, because I talked about Brian K. Vaughn's yeah. world building, where they could uh, delay it a little bit and go on their own little mm-hmm. adventures. I mean, The Walking Dead strayed from the source material of the comics. Yeah, I mean the movie's based off the comics, but at the same time, you know th- those comics are a finite amount of comics, but they still were able to extend that show into what twelve, thirteen seasons so far, something like that. I don't know. I left after like three or four, four. Seasons. I think I left after like six or seven, but <laughs> I never got to. Uh, yeah, I stopped after like six or seven, but I mean, never got to Negan. <sighs> yeah, but I mean, it's it's still like even if you're gonna follow the source material of a finite, you know paperback or whatever you still have the liberties to do what you want with it as long as it you know fans like it you know and you don't get canceled 
Yeah. What else you got for pop culture news? Last thing I want to talk about is just uh, Millar World. Uh, Mark Millar is another one of my go-tos. Like if I hear about a new book or whatever of his, I'll, I'll try to pick it up and read it. Uh, he likes, he's, if you don't know who he is, he does, uh, did Kick-Ass, The Kingsman, um, Was he the wanted. director or the writer? He's the writer of these books. Okay. Um, so he's got a lot of, uh, a lot of books that, that are cool enough to be turned into movies. The movies aren't always done the greatest. Kingsman was done really well. Oh uh, yeah, I was going to say the Kingsman were pretty good, weren't they? Kick-Ass was done good the first uh, one was a lot better than the second in my opinion i like both of them but like i don't think they did as well yeah um, wanted i even like to some degree mm-hmm. but the the comic book was way better in the story tends or, to be that way huh yeah they can kind of do more like the preacher the preacher comics book i think is better than the show yeah you can go into a little bit weirder and more detail with the comic book because you don't have that time restriction of 30 minutes or whatever so mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Mark Millar's got like a whole a deal with Netflix where he's just got series upon series he's going to be doing. Uh, first one looks like going to be is, uh, Jupiter's Legacy. Now, I've read this comic, but I forgot where, where it goes. He does like to do little twists I'm and turns. I'm guessing Jupiter? <laughs> it's, a, it's a super superhero. <laughs> I think it's uh, kids taking over the parents' uh, legacy. Okay. Uh it's Jupiter's. It's a multi generational drama that follows the world's first generation of superheroes. Uh, and this is like the kids taking <clears throat> over. Yeah, and then the superpowered children struggle to live up to their legendary uh, families. Uh, I, I have, I think, two of those. One was like okay. a prequel. It's pretty good, I, though. I enjoyed it, and um, he's 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 a great writer. So. Check those out. The, the only pop culture stuff that I've really been paying attention to lately, I don't I don't know if it's just because I haven't been reading up on a lot of stuff lately, but the only pop culture stuff really is like the movies coming out. Because I miss going to see movies. Because movies are coming out now. I love, I loved going to see movies before COVID and everything. And so I think now that seeing that COVID might be a thing of the past in a sense, you know. Yeah, we're I mean, getting away from it. Yeah, as things are starting to open up more and more and seeing movies coming out, I've been just so, like, enveloped. Like, the Mortal Kombat movie, Godzilla and Kong, I really want to go see that. Um, and we got, I think we have, like, three Marvels, like, yeah, planned for... Because Black Widow. Black Widow. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. They're working on right now. I think there was another one. I think uh, Eternals might be. Oh, yes, yes, I think that, I think you might be there. right. But I just, the only other thing I've been really excited about since... Uh, the only thing I've ever been really excited about lately that they've been talking about since they announced who's directing it and who's writing it and all that has been Suicide Squad. James Gunn. Because I love James Gunn. Point I mean that gun at me and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but go for it. He's he's made some good movies. Because both Guardians, I think, were really good. Mm-hmm. Super is hilarious with Rain Wilson and Ellen Page. Or Elliot Page, excuse me. Yeah, she was Ellen back then. No, no problem. Yeah, she went by or he, they. Is it they? Don't know. Okay. Anyway, they is a good choice because that's neutral. Mm-hmm. But Elliot Page now. Um, but Rain Wilson and Elliot Page. Um, and then he also did. I haven't seen Slither, but you said that that's a good one. So there's a fun campy one. I need to watch that one. But he's also done. 
else has he done that I really liked? Oh, it, it gave me a bit of a. I was the, the one with Brightburn. Yes, I was. I thought you were signaling for that. No, I was doing yeah. the, 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 the blaster only, eyes. Yeah, the other movie he's done that kind of made me eyes. a little squeamish. It made me a little squeamish, and I think you know why. The eyes. <laughs> yeah, the eyes were. Oh God, having the glass in the eyeball. But he made Brightburn, which was a good movie. A lot of people really liked that one. I saw online too. Because mm-hmm. I think that's more of the, the cult following mm-hmm. style. Like I, I don't think it did it great. Like it probably made its money back in theaters and stuff like that. But I like I like James Gunn and seeing that. Excuse me. To see that he's doing Suicide Squad kind of in the Guardian style of uh, more having fun with it and doing his own way instead of doing the uh, super seriousness of like Brightburn, where Brightburn didn't have that whole goofy campiness to it. Yeah. That the fact that he's just kind of having fun with Suicide Squad, and going all you know balls to the wall, doing what he wants. Excuse me. Got something in my throat. When I saw that, I was like, oh my goodness, this sounds amazing. Because it sounds like DC kind of realized, like, our movies are tanking. And then they got James Gunn, and they're like, just do what you want. I'm trying to remember, who's, who did the first? Uh... I don't know who did the first one, but I didn't think it was very good. I think some of that was, there was a lot of, like, uh, bouncing around of who's editing and yeah. cutting it. I feel like it was a troubled project. Well, that's kind of what it was for uh, Justice League, which I... Have you watched the new Snyder Cut? No, I don't think I'll... I haven't either, but I want to. I heard it's very good. But the new Suicide Suicide Squad looks really good. I really like all of the the big names I got in that movie, too. Yeah, I think that's... If they continue with the series, that's probably part of the the great thing that... uh, Mm -hmm. They got all these big names. I mean, that's the good thing about the Suicide Squad in itself is uh, kind of a rotating cast. You keep a couple of the the solids, like the Harley Quinn. Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang is coming back, right? I don't Mm -hmm. think he's going to be a main part of it. No, but he's coming back. He's part of the Suicide Squad, and it's going to be the same actor and everything. But, like, the only ones they're really bringing back are Harley Quinn and Captain Boomerang. Uh, Other than that. The Marsha Wallace. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then who's the Captain Flag? Is the same guy. Captain Flag? Which one is he? He's like the the not the non villain. Oh, okay. He's yeah, yeah, watching yeah, yeah. over him. You're right. The one guy the one guy I wish they would have brought back that I actually liked, but it seems like it was mixed, it was Will Smith. I thought he was super cool. I think that was his choice. I think Is Deathstroke? Yeah. Um not Deathstroke. Death- Deadshot, right? Deadshot. Deadshot. He did so good, I thought. Because, like, Will Smith is the kind of guy who always plays that super sweet, you know, superhero nice guy. To see him playing the villain like that, I was like, oh, dang, he's really good. And I really liked him. But there's people that were like, oh, he can't play a bad guy. I was like, were we watching the same movie? Because he was, like, the best part of that whole movie, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I I I liked the Suicide Squad. It wasn't like... it had some I, I knew it was a little yeah um like doomed with certain things i didn't the like project. the jared leto of it and i didn't like the harley quinn of it but and i didn't hate the jared leto as much as other people like I, I i take it as like any movie to book like i'm i'm not gonna hate a movie for not completely following like yeah. the source material it, i like that's that not the issue leto tried his own thing I'm taking it as an Elseworld. Like, he's a, a different Joker. He's not my Joker. Just he like, did his thing. Just like, what's his name? He's not my captain. 
<laughs> yeah. He's not Captain. Yeah, he's not Captain America. But I don't know this new suicide. I cannot talk. This new Suicide Squad. I think it looks just really good, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, not gonna lie, kind of love Idris Elba in it. Pete Davidson looks really good. Uh, Margot Robbie playing Harley Quinn is awesome. Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Oh, I mean, I want to see Flula Borg. I love him. I don't. He's one of those. Like, I didn't know weird, you liked Flula Borg. He's like one of those weird, like foreign comedians who plays it up i think yeah. I, I bet you his his accent is not as strong as he emphasizes when he's on i can only imagine that his thick german accent that he puts on isn't actually as oh although i'm we sure it's wrong like, i mean yeah it's like if someone were southern and they just kind of get a little more texan or yeah. something at some point talking about their thyness their thyness um but flula borg i mean he's hilarious i yeah. mean he's just so silly and goofy and he plays javelin i think it was right yeah, my guess is he he might be one of the first to like get his head blown off or something. Because ah. I didn't see him too much in the trailer. He's he's the dude with the long blonde hair, blue yeah, suit, I, and like I, the I, yellow V on his chest or something. They like introduced him and stuff like that, but you don't see him in the later scene. Yeah, true. Like in the other scenes with all the group, we'll see. But I else? do what I am excited about. Not gonna lie here, this is honestly I think one of my favorites is Peacekeeper peacemaker or peacemaker you're right sorry yes peacemaker with john cena i just love his whole philosophy yo. Line. i love peace and i'll do anything to keep it <laughs> it doesn't matter how many men women and children i kill to get there i think the children really adds to it. <laughs> yeah exactly because <laughs> this whole thing is about making world peace by killing everyone <laughs> he's kind of like a weird way of doing thanos <laughs> yeah He's Thanos, but with bullets. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know where I saw it, uh, but rumor has it. Uh, another little segment we'll call Rumor Has It. Ooh. We can get a little sting from, uh, um, what's her face? Oh, uh, oh, Adele. No, that wasn't Adele. The one who killed herself with alcohol. Who was the alcoholic? The rehab. What? Rumor has it. That wasn't Adele. Are you sure? No, it was... Uh, oh, it is Adele. Yeah, see, I told you. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. From? I thought it was... Is about Whitney Houston? Who died of drug overdose? No, Amy Winehouse. Ah. No, that, yeah, it was Adele. Oh. you want me to cut your mistake out there? Or? No. I make mistakes. I don't know anything about female pop singers. Okay. So, anyway, the rumor has it. Taylor Perry and Katie Swift. <laughs> it took you a second to think of that one, huh? Yeah, I had to reverse <laughs> them in my head for that joke. So, rumor has it. So, uh, oh, you know what we're talking about? Oh, the, yeah, rumor has it that uh, Peacemaker uh, is going to get it. They're trying to get a, his own little spinoff show. I would from the Suicide Squad. Honestly, depending on how well Peacemaker does and Bloodsport does, and I th- yeah, I, I don't know. Like sometimes they, they jump shows, the gun. They might maybe they'll do a pilot and have it ready in case they, um, the movie lands the movie and everyone lands. likes them. Because I mean, if the movie's good and the characters are good, if they do like spinoff shows to give you more of the characters, like of a backstory of how they got into the Suicide Squad, that'd be awesome. Or even just after. Or after, yeah. I think it'd be awesome, because, I mean, 
the whole point of the Suicide Squad was, you know, they get the explosions planted into the back of their head, like right at the top of their neck. And every mission they do, they get... Is it if they, every mission or when they do this one big mission, they get 10 years off of their sentence or something like that? Well, I think the whole idea is, yes, uh, they're working to get uh, time Free. off their things. So Which is hilarious because most of them of the, are like arrested for life. So it yeah, means depending nothing. Depending on the size of the, the mission, I, they're, mm-hmm. you know, give or take. One thing that I really thought was interesting that they showed from the trailer of this movie. Um, so, you know, my opinion of Harley Quinn from the original Suicide Squad of just being more of a sex symbol than being mm-hmm. the Harley Quinn of yesteryear where she was more you know silly and funny but also you know crazy in this new suicide squad they made her you know it's margot robbie so she's a you know she's still a pretty lady that everyone's gonna love but she's also just more she's more silly and funny in the sense of like you know they actually showed her to be crazy and like when peacemaker says i'm it doesn't matter how many men women killed children i kill to get there she's like what She's like, I thought you were the crazy one. And she says it to Polka Dot Man. He goes, oh, I am. And it's like, <laughs> see, they, they try, it seems like they were trying to have more fun with it instead of just being like, you know, we need to be serious with this because it's DC. It's got to be dark. And then James Gunn's like, nah, we're going to go nuts. Yep. It's, it's, it's the whole idea is a fun, weird concept, which is perfect for James Gunn. Yeah. I mean. Look how good he did with Guardians. I mean, it's a weird group of misfits that don't work together that he makes they, that works together eventually. Yeah, there's humor in everything, and James Gunn will find it. Like yeah. he knows that life is not completely serious yeah. until it is. Until you're a superhero who uh, might be a little off, and you're just growing up in a small town. What? You, what? Brightburn. Oh, Brightburn. It's the only like yeah. fully serious one I can think of. Because Super was not serious at all. Like it, it, it dealt with some seriousness to it, but like it, it was wasn't dark, done in a was... serious way at all. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I don't know. I'm excited about this movie. I know that was a really long tangent for that one movie, yeah, that's fine. but I've been excited for this movie for what is it? A year and a half, two years. So ever since it was announced that James Gunn was doing it. So yeah, I feel like every, we've been excited about a lot of things for a year now. Yeah. COVID whole... kind of made us excited about things for longer now because things weren't being worked on for a couple months. Yeah, I'm glad that all the things, like, everything just kind of delayed. COVID can uh, hold us back, but it can't keep us down kind of thing. Yeah, it, 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 we won't let it win. I, th- I kind of think that's it, though. I don't really think we have much else to kind of go over today. Yeah, no, that, that'll be kind of a nice... Um, yeah. I think we'll keep with the news at the end. That, that way it can be a nice kind of finish our thing, talk about the news, and then head off into plugs. So, like I said, if you have a different name title for us for our pop culture news, better than anything Aaron had said, which can't be hard to do, tweet at us at Sodi Popcast on Twitter, at S-O-D-I-E-P-O-P-C-A-S-T on Twitter, and, you know, give us any ideas for any other pop culture information you want us to talk about, anything like that. Don't forget to like and subscribe on uh, any of your, uh, or follow Follow on any us, of your yeah. uh, podcasting apps that you're found on, we use Anchor, so that gives us into Podbean, Spotify, uh, Podcast Addict, uh, Apple Podcast. Any of those, just follow, maybe write a review. Yeah, write a review, you know, share share us with people, you know. I, Tell a friend. Yeah, you, just real quick, Roy, our buddy Roy um, listens to this podcast. 
Nice. Listen to it at work. Someone, Hi, one Roy. of his coworkers. Hey, Roy. Shout one of his coworkers. <laughs> I love you, man. One of his coworkers uh, was asking about the show or asked what he was listening to. And he goes, it's my buddy's podcast. You should listen to it. So Roy's spreading us out. Awesome. He's so, the one to do it. Yeah, we got people. Everyone loves Roy, yeah. especially me. Who doesn't love Roy? Hi, honey. So yeah, um, please tweet at us. Uh, you know, if you have any pop culture you think we should talk about, let us know so we can try to make sure we fill it in a way or find a way to connect it to something we're already talking about. Yep, and I, I promise I'll I'll eventually get good at the whole Twitter thing. Yeah. Aaron is our Twitter guy, um, so it's a little a little slow to start, but we're we're definitely gonna figure it out. Still but working on the the twitting. I think with our three followers, it's not too big of a deal, but yeah, get us to ten, <laughs> and I will promise it. Get us the 10 followers. Once we get to the double digis. I will promise a tweet a day. All right. I'll start making some fake Twitter accounts. <laughs> All right. I'll say three tweets a, day, a week if we get to 10. Yeah, that's not bad. If we get bad. to 50, I'll promise a tweet a day. There we go. We got, we got our goals now. And I'll be humorous. Don't forget to smash that like button and subscribe. So. I'm just kidding. So yeah, please tweet at us if you have anything like that. Um, eventually, hopefully, if our podcast blows up, which, you know. Who doesn't hope their podcast does? Yeah. Maybe we'll start doing some collectibles and merchandise in that realm as well. Yeah, we're doing this for fun. We enjoy this. So yeah, it's I mean, a reason to get with my buddy. I've heard this other people say this on podcasts before, and like, this really is just a reason for me to hang out with Jake and yeah. talk about stuff. And because I mean, we have, don't get to see each other very often, so yeah. it's it's an excuse to talk. Yeah, it's really nice because you know we get to sit down and talk and just share you know what's going on in our lives and. Yeah. kind of you know put it out to the world and it's not to say that we won't do this as a job if it ever gets to that but i mean we're not counting on it <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where it's you know not everyone gets to be a big podcaster so we just do it for the fun of us so we are big podcasters though we are we love podcasts um so yeah i think that's it though yeah. kind of a kind of a rambly but fun episode i think that's isn't that every episode isn't it every episode all right I don't know if Sody Pop works. I and mean, we need to rename it to something Ramble. No. Sody Pop's good. <laughs> now I'm just talking about for me. <laughs> oh. You can call it Ramble in your head. <laughs> yeah, I do already. All right. Well, I think that's it. So as always, I'm Jake. I'm Aaron. Stay carbonated, friends.